listening to the IDP guys with Sean, John, and Nathan, the Wizards of Fantasy Football. Your go-to source for the individual defensive player strategy. And now, three guys who could only make an NFL team on Madden. Essen mein Scheiße. Essen mein Scheiße. Okie dokie. All right, welcome back to the IDP, guys. This is episode 66. My name is Nathan. I'm joined today with my co-host, Johnny. Hey. And Sean. What's going on? Not much. So to kick off the show today, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Clipcast. Um, they are a uh, on a website online. It's like an application where you can search uh, player names and get... Um, access to clips from different podcasts you might be looking through and where they talk about that player. So if you're looking for like information on Mike Evans, Mark Barron, whoever you type it into their search bar and it pulls up the five minutes where that player is talked about Clipcast. it's clip ca.st or on Twitter at Clipcast, clip underscore cast. It's a great uh, app. We're on there, um, and it's a great way to research, especially going into your your championship week. We are on the championship week. Fantasy football is almost over, so make sure you're bookmarking their site and uh, using them in their in your research. Also, um, uh, the IDP guys are <laughs> man. It, it, I've. <laughs> It's been a, it's been, this isn't it's going fine. very well. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Um, the IDP guys are hosting a playoff league on MFL. Uh, Gary Van Dyke at H Bogart 27 is uh, putting it all together, but basically it's kind of uh, a DFS style format um, where through, I believe it's, I'm not a hundred percent sure on the details, but I know it goes through Super Bowl. And it's just a way, you know, to keep your fantasy dreams going. Um, it does involve IDP and you get to pick your players. And I think you only get two times you can use it. Sean, have you ever done the uh, MFL playoff league? I have not. No, okay. I tend to stay away from fantasy during the playoffs and just pay attention to real football. Yeah, absolutely. But if anyone is interested in joining, you know, kind of playing us, John is in there. Joe's in there. Uh, obviously Gary's setting it up. Um, it, it's, we're just doing it as a friendly, but you can get involved. Um, either contact us at IDP guys or Gary at H Bogart 27. We'll get you an invite. Um, so with that, let's jump into the question of the day. How'd you do this year? And did you do anything different? Johnny? Yeah, I did great this year. I made playoffs in 10 out of 10 leagues. I'm in five championship games and two third place games. And I did do something different this year. I stopped listening to other people. <laughs> I, I stopped reading the ESPN starts or sits. I, I stopped taking other people's opinions and I just did what I used to do, which was use the force and do what feels right. And I've had my best year in a long time doing that. So we should go back through and censor all of that so that uh, these guys don't stop listening to us, right? Well, on the, <laughs> on the defensive side, that's, that's different. I, I always pay attention and take advice there, but there's so many offensive opinions mm-hmm. out there and a lot of them contradict each other and a lot of them don't make sense. 
And I just went with what felt right in my gut, and it worked out nine times out of ten. Absolutely. Sean, what do you do? I did pretty much the same thing I do every year. This wasn't one of my better years. Um, I think I'm only in... I think I'm only in seven championships out of the 30 leagues, which sucks. Um, but to be fair, I was in a lot of uh, semifinals. I just got blown out by this week because, you know, I have a lot of Keenan Allen shares and stuff that just kind of were season enders. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So uh, my season this year was terrible. Um, I did. I absolutely did worse than I have probably ever done. Um, but mainly, and this is where I did what I did different. Um, I had a huge workload in school, (laughs) so I couldn't pay attention like I used to. Also, I think I overextended myself fantasy leagues wise, but I am in the championship in two leagues. One of them is the, uh, IDP guys writers league, which is kind of, I guess, you know, just for shits and giggles and, uh, say that I'm better (laughs) than the other guys. Uh, And then the other one's a pay league. So I do have a chance of winning some money. So that's nice. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to finishing school and focusing on fantasy football in the future like I used to. Yeah, you can do your waivers on Tuesday instead of five minutes before the game starts. Uh, Yeah, and there you have it. That's why I suck this year. week's news all right kind of a news light week um despite the the multiple really awesome games and the way things went came out um i couldn't couldn't believe the steelers won the rams looked terrible uh chargers mike williams had an awesome game they looked great like it was a great week in football but not a ton happened news wise um Marcus, it's a terrible week in football. This is one of the worst weeks of football. What are you talking uh, about? There were good games. There were unexpected yeah, outcomes. Okay, worst. One of the worst fantasy weeks. Oh I yeah, guess. no, yeah, true, true. It was. Um, I had a lot of CMC shares though, so I was fine. Um, Marcus Peters did go into the stands and try and kill someone though, so <laughs> that was interesting. Did you guys see that video? I did not. Yeah, it was pretty good. I I love the guy in the background with the Gatorade. I don't know if you you noticed it, but this is one of those things. As soon as you see Marcus Peters turn around, he just gets the deer in the headlights look and is like, oh, shit, something is about to go down here. Gatorade drops and then just starts walking. Yeah. Oh, man. Peters. I, f- I kind of feel bad for him. He's been exposed lately. Like, uh, Alshon Jeffrey made him look stupid. And he wasn't the only guy. Michael Thomas made him look bad. Um, He's always been prone to that, though, because so much of his game is just playing so aggressive that, like, it doesn't always work out. And he'll have stretches of bad football. And, you know, that was, like, one of the primary knocks against him coming out of college. And you watch his tape and it's still the same in the NFL where he gambles a lot and sometimes it pays off and you get a ton of flash plays from him and sometimes he just gets beat. Yeah, no, true. As much as he does screw up, yeah, he'll have, you know, pick six for you a couple times a year and stuff. So, um, yeah, so there was that, that was interesting. Um, injury wise, Edos, there's a lot of injury news. I don't really care about most of it. Um, Edo Smith went to IR though. That's kind of 
significant, I guess. Uh, you think Coleman gets the lion's share, or they were playing that other guy? I kept hearing his name today, but I forgot it. I don't know what they're going to do, because theoretically they should be using Coleman, but uh, it seems like they're committed to seeing what they have in their younger guys, because Coleman is uh, out after this year. Mm. Gotcha. Uh, Spencer Ware still day-to-day. Uh, Damian Williams had a great game in relief for him this week. Um, do you think they keep rolling with Williams even if Ware feels better, or what do you think? No, nah, they'll do a uh, committee. They'll use both. Gotcha. Uh, Frank Gore done for the year, so it's Kalen Balaj and um, the other guy there, uh, Kenyon Drake. Uh, any interest in Balaj? I mean, I don't want to go into a championship and use them. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Aaron Jones, also done for the year, even though the year is a few weeks. Uh, Jamal Jeez. Williams, what do you think? Yeah, I like him in that spot. I uh, just, God fucking damn it. I had a league where, I I talked to you guys about this, but I had a league where I it's start one QB, two running back, two receiver, a tight end, and two flex. Put up 60 points, and 40 of those points came from DeAndre Hopkins. 12 of them came from Brandon Cooks. Um, so the rest of my team combined for eight points because I had Cam Newton, who sucked, Aaron Jones, who went down after eight yards, Lamar Miller, who went down after eight yards, Keenan Allen, who went down without a catch, and Austin Hooper, who did nothing. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's devastating. Jesus. Yeah, that's yeah. that's not great. Um, you think Hooper bounces back this week? I've, I've got a tight end conundrum in one league. I mean, he can't do worse. No, that's true. That's true. And, yeah, it's, and I, it's Carolina. I, that's a better matchup, right? Yeah, I think mostly you're looking at him to get like seven points in full point PPR with like touchdown upside, <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be starting him if I didn't have to. It was more just being down OJ Howard. Yeah. Would you do him or Ian Thomas? Uh, I kind of like Ian Thomas upside there. Yeah, he has been hot until this last week, but Newton sucked everywhere last week, so it wasn't yeah. just him. Um, yeah, whatever. We'll see what the old gut says at the end there. Mm. Uh, last one is just especially for you Lions fans. Um, Jared Davis, quote, I fucked up, unquote, on the third down play. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> I mean, he did, and he owned it, so I'll give him that. Mm. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm i pretty sure, even if I didn't see it, I'm pretty sure Bryce was out there, you know, in, enjoying himself after that, right? <laughs> yeah, he is not a Jared Davis believer, but I think he wants him to succeed. It just, I don't know. I'm not much of a believer in him either. Yeah. yeah. All right, that, that's it for news. All right, time for the gut checks. Uh, This is the part of the show where we pair two sets of defenders and a set of offensive players together. Uh, We discuss them, their merits against each other, and uh, as if we were starting a lineup and who we would pick, uh, then we send that out in a tweet and get your input out there in Twitter land. 
Uh, so let's talk about last week's gut checks. Uh, the first one is a pair of wide receivers. Uh, Colts, T.Y. Hilton versus Cowboys, Amari Cooper. 188 votes, 62% went Amari Cooper. Mm. All right. There we go. Yep. Uh, here's a defensive one, a pair of safeties. Seattle's Bradley McDougald versus Chicago's Eddie Jackson. 133 votes, 61% Bradley McDougald. Yeah, and he got hurt this week, and Skidmarks had a pick, so another another good week for Skidmarks Jackson. Yeah. You really like that uh, that name you came up for him. Yeah, and I, and I call it, uh, Harrison Smith, Harrison Chipotle Smith. Nice. All right. A pair of linebackers here. New York Jets, Avery Williamson versus Chicago's Roquan Smith. 132 votes, 70% Roquan Smith. Yeah, and he just keeps getting better and better and better. He's going to be incredible. Yeah. Johnny, you want to take us through this week's gut checks? Sure. All these guys are within two or three points of each other. First is a pair of wide receivers. Uh, Tyler Lockett, wide receiver Seahawks, has played in 13 games out of the 14, uh, has 51 receptions for 800 yards and nine touchdowns. Going against Jarvis Landry, who has played in 12 of the 14 games for the Browns, 72 receptions for 827 yards and three touchdowns. Um. This is, I think this one is actually pretty close in my opinion, but I feel like Tyler Lockett's going to be the number one guy for a while going forward there. I feel like this year he's kind of taken over Doug Baldwin's production and he'll go forward from there. What do you guys think? Yeah, I like Tyler Lockett. Um, As somebody who has Jarvis Landry in a lot of leagues, um, he started off really hot. And then after the offensive coordinator change, uh, they're spreading the ball around a lot more. So he's not the target hug that he's always been and he's always been dependent on volume so without the volume not a whole lot you can do there yeah i'd go tyler lockett in the sense too all righty next one is a pair of safeties that are very close uh justin simmons safety broncos played and started all 14 games as uh, 69 solo tackles 22 assists three picks for and four pass defense Against Jordan Poyer, who is the safety of the Bills, played and started all 14 games, 62 solo, 22 assists, one sack, four pass defense, three picks, one forced fumble. Uh, and I think this is awfully close, but I, I'm going Poyer by a by a smidge just because I feel like he'll get a little more time on the field, but I, I'm happy with either. Yeah, I like Poyer as a player. I'm going Poyer here. I believe in the talent and the situation. So, And I concur. Alrighty, last one is a pair of linebackers with spotty tendencies. First one is Eric Kendricks, who has played and started all 14 games for the Vikings, but has been red hot lately. 63 solo tackles, 45 assists, one sack, seven pass defense, two picks, one forced fumble. Up against Jared, I fucked up Davis. 14 games played and started for the Lions. 65 solo tackles, 23 assists, five sacks, four pass defense, one forced fumble. Uh... Common sense would say you'd go, you'd go Davis, younger, um, uh, probably will get more playing time, at least the rest of this year anyway, yeah. uh, offensively comparison. But I like Kendricks, man. He's been red hot. Uh, what do you guys think? Kendricks is a better player. Yeah, I think going into championship weekend, 
Um, I'd go Kendricks. I've just seen Davis miss too many tackles, and in terms of IDP, that just leaves a lot of points on the field. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that seems to be a common thing I see on Lions Twitter is Davis missed another tackle. Yep. Yeah, and I I really do hope he gets better. He's just not there, and I'm not sure that he ever will. Mm. Mm. Yep. All right, so uh, I wanted to talk a bit about the uh, IDP Guys Fantasy Football Listener League that we started way back in August. Um, and give a, just, just, we're going to go over the guys in the championship and just, um, give them a little kudos for getting there. Uh, first thing is, uh, the writers league. So, you know, everyone, all of our writers, some of the guys that we had and then lost and, you know, just, uh, guys floating around, you know, the IDP guys, um, in general, uh, we all formed a writers league. And uh, after a couple different drafts, we finally landed on uh, one that stuck. And uh, John and I are in the championship against each other, um, which is, I don't know. I didn't even get a team. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm actually pretty proud of this team. I built it the way I said I would. I, I drafted a couple studs at very specific positions before the season. And then if you look at my linebackers, they're all waiver wire guys from throughout the year, like, yeah. like Nigel Bradham, Todd Davis, guys like that. So I'm, I'm pretty confident. Yeah, I got lucky. Um, like I said at the beginning of the show, I have not been paying as much attention as I wish I could have been. Uh, so the fact that I've gotten to this point um, is pretty awesome. Uh, mostly picking up waiver wire guys literally before the game start just to fill in holes. So. Um, yeah, uh, we'll see who the victor is after this week, but, um, I don't have very high hopes (laughs) for myself, but anything could happen. Uh, but with that, let's talk, uh, real quick, go over, um, the championship matchups in the three listener leagues we did now, just to remind everyone, uh, who's playing and, you know, you hear your name, um, we are giving away a free t-shirt to the winner uh, in each of these three leagues. And if you do not win, uh, feel free to go to idpguys.org slash shop and buy yourself a shirt that says IDP guys on it. Help support us. Um, But so in listener league one, this is the league that John's in uh, dirty birds versus the IDP beast. Uh, John, how's that league been going this, oh, this year? It's great. Uh, there's been communication all year. We, we talk about all, all kinds of things, so it's been really good. And there are plans to maybe go into like a dynasty, all IDP, or like a super flex dynasty with just the guys from that league because we've, we've been talking and competing all year and <laughs> bouncing ideas off each other and shit. So it's been pretty sweet. Um, they're, they're damn good. They are damn good. There have been... Moves that I thought they would have no idea about, and I go and I look, and the guys already taken, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, wow, these guys are good. So that definitely tipped my hat to them. How'd you uh, fare in that league? Yeah, like fifth or sixth, not not great. Mm. And I had a pretty decent team too, but it, some of these guys just were, were quicker to the trigger. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, so in IDP listener league two, uh, it's 
Finland's Finest versus Cigar City. Um, in this league, it, the two leagues that I'm, I'm running, uh, not as much communication, uh, but it's still a good time. Um, I play seventh in this one. And there was, we did have one guy, four-point stance. He, he's a very talkative one. I uh, like to call his shot. And he really took pride in beating me a couple times. So um, hats off to you, four-point stance, uh, even though you lost this past week um, to Finland's finest. That's not a hats off at all. That's a middle finger. What do you <laughs> well, you know, it, it's a, a little side eye. Uh <laughs> So, um, and then the IDP League three, we have um, Fantasy Sharks and the Hut Lords. Now, shout out to the Hut Lords, who's also in our Discord channel. So uh, he was very excited when he made it to the the final. And in this one, I was actually second. Uh, actually, the first and second seed both lost um, in this past week. And, and so I lost to the Fantasy Sharks. They went on, and Los Lobos lost to the Hut Lords, um, who who went on as well. So we're playing for the third uh, place game here. Uh, I, I did fairly well, 10-3. and three. wasn't bad, but um, congrats to Fantasy Sharks and the Hut Lords for making it. Interested in helping the show? Make a donation to our Patreon. Click the link on idpguys.org. A $1 or more donation will get you access to our patron-only Discord channel where we will be giving those members exclusive access to mocks, leagues, and other content. $5 or more will get you a special thanks on the show. Special thanks to Matt Morales, Justin Lacina, Antonio De Hoyos. Hey everyone, it's the Tipster reminding you to go Bogart the IDP Guy merchandise and gear it up for the 2018 season in style. So go hit up the site shop and support the no bullshit content we bring you to dominate your leagues. Special guest. All right, we're here with Joseph Hagen, one of our writers, uh, at Joseph Hagen on Twitter, or also known as Joey the Tooth. How's it going, Joe? <laughs> Very good. How are you doing, bud? Doing Did you just make that up? No, no actually, uh, a friend of mine called, started calling me that years ago because he said I had small dolphin teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's it's my buddy Snacks. I gave him the nickname Snacks because he's a bigger dude, and he called me the tooth. Mm. Snacks on the tooth. tooth. Sounds like a <laughs> really bad cop show. <laughs> or a, a really good radio show. What I'm talking about. Yeah. So, Joe, uh, it's been a couple weeks since we, you, we had you on. Man, I'm starting off good today. Um, so what kind of stuff have you been writing this last half of the fantasy season? And uh, also kind of looking forward forward to what are you planning to do after the season's over because this is championship week fellas yeah man well let's see i i guess second half of the season started with reuben foster getting dumped i kind of went into an article of how they could fix that mm-hmm. kind of later in the draft more or less like mid-round linebackers they could get as well as late linebackers they could get 
Uh, I mean, I figure first two rounds, they're probably going to go edge rusher and then cornerback because that's what they really do need. Mm. But there was quite a few guys, if you look around between rounds like three, even all the way down to seven, who can all produce. So I, I just kind of went into a little bit on each person in each round where they could fix this Ruben Foster issue. Yeah, absolutely. For for those listening, uh, that's idpguys.org. Uh, Joe is one of our prolific writers there, one of the few. We've got uh, about five core guys. But uh, you, you've been doing um, some rankings as well weekly. Uh, yeah. You've, we, we've been publishing, like, just a list, but – um, you've also do an article on right. that. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's let's jump to that. Um, All right. This week, you know, we're going into the championship weekend. Um, everything's on the line. If you've made it this far, you've uh, dealt with. You know, you you've got the skill of you know drafting well, getting through, working the waiver wire, all that stuff. But then the luck of lasting through like this past weekend, which was oh man shitty for fantasy football purposes. I did not have one injury last week. Thank the Lord. Oh my man. God. Last Sorry, week might've been the worst week of fantasy I've ever seen in terms of just like play just matchups that just went to shit on oh, both God. ends because just like so many players who were on championship caliber teams just died. Yeah. yeah. It, it was so bad. Yeah, I had Drew Brees uh, going. Uh, that was last last night, right? And uh, just, just nothing out of him. Five. I think I got like total of five points uh, in one of my uh, uh, semifinal or yeah, final semifinal uh, games, and it was just it was bad. Like, I just, yeah, I had I had Dak Prescott, and he didn't had two hundred yards and a pick. He didn't even have Ugh. one carry. It was that, yeah, that was a kick in the nuts. Cam Newton didn't do anything either. It was just like, yeah, I don't know. No, there were so many duds this week. It's just unreal. So, uh, so who are you playing, Joe? Who who's the top of your? Let's let's start off with the linebackers. All right, who do you got on that uh, list? I'll give you. All right, so number one, it's got to be Darius Leonard. Mm-hmm. It's been amazing. He leads the league in tackles. He also has seven sacks. Six passes defense, four forced fumbles. He's playing the Giants, who, number one, they have a terrible, terrible offensive line. So he could use that blitzing that he does, maybe pick up another sack. But he's been averaging like 10 tackles a game the past, I don't know, entire season, really. You're like 146 tackles. and Yeah. <laughs> and last year, 144 was the, the complete total, like the best total, period. Right. And he's got 146 and he missed a game. Right. <laughs> and he's a rookie. Yeah. That's great. Uh, he's my, my obvious number one. I still think he's going to be the, he's the MVP of my fantasy league. Definitely. I picked him up, I think week three. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Yep. But uh, him, uh, this week, Roquan Smith, I think he has another great week. He's been amazing recently. Last seven games, I think five out of those seven games, he has double digit tackles. And he has, I think, two or three sacks and an interception in those games. Mm. And he's playing San Francisco. I mean, San Francisco always runs the ball a lot, no matter who they have in the backfield. It's Shanahan's thing. He loves to run. And I Smith's just going to get another double-digit tackle game. I can see it. 
And it's a good possibility he gets another sack, too, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, not the greatest matchup, but Luke Weekly. Luke Weekly's been on a tear as well. He gets Atlanta, who they throw a lot, but I don't know. I just have this thing with Luke Weekly. He was a, last week he had, what was it, 10 tackles in the past defense? Yeah, last, last night he had a ridiculous. Yeah, game. last night. Yeah, he went nuts. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I just, I don't know. He just always seems to produce. He's got 124 tackles this year, 19 tackles for a loss. Mm. So that's pretty killer. Uh, Leighton Vander Esch. I was a little worried with Sean Lee being activated. Mm. He only played seven percent of snaps. I mean, granted, it's his first game back, but if you're activated, you're healthy. And obviously, they didn't need him. I mean, they gave up 23 points, but it's not because of Leighton Vander Esch or Jalen Smith. They both had great games. So, so jumping in here, John, do you think um, uh, J- Jerry Jones kind of pulled a bait and switch there by saying, oh, we're giving Sean Lee his position back in full to fuck with uh, the opposing opposing teams? No, Jerry's not that smart. Um, yeah. it, you know, Lee, I think it was just Lee, not being smart. Yeah, Lee himself came out before the game and said he didn't want to screw with Van Der Esch's progression. So he wasn't going to play a lot. Um, he'll play more this week. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Levante David, there's nobody oh, yeah. else on that team that can make a tackle. Right. And uh, Darius Taylor, Taylor was out too. So that's, yeah. that's like even better. Yep. And he had two sacks last game. And he plays Dallas, who's given up the most sacks. So if they decide to blitz with him again, he'll probably get another. Right. And Dallas is IDP gold. So that, oh, yeah. that that's like a great matchup for him. Right. Uh, another guy who you should kind of watch. He's not much as big of a high profile, but Jatavis Brown, he's playing Baltimore, who obviously runs the ball about 40 times a game. Yeah, and he's been rack solid kind of since Perryman went out and Kazir White yeah. went out. Like, he's been really great. Yep. And then uh, I, I hated Eric Kendricks at the beginning of the season. I wrote an article earlier in the season that was – previous studs that have become duds. I don't know. I just didn't see him doing anything early in the season. It was all assisted tackles and it was driving me nuts. But the last, I don't know, I think it's like five or six weeks. He's finally come alive and he's over a hundred total tackles for the season again. Mm. And I just have seen him. He's progressed very well. And he's asserting himself a lot more. Now he's a lot more aggressive and he's playing Detroit. Who, I mean, they're like middle tier giving up points to linebackers, but he, just the way he's been playing. Anthony Barr is kind of off to the side. The yeah. pass rush is pretty good with Everson Griffin back, so everything up the middle. Yeah. No, you're right. He's been, the last, like, four or five weeks, he's been incredibly hot. He's been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, just for a matchup, maybe Kiko Alonso. I'm not really big on him too much anymore since the beginning of the season, but he plays Jacksonville. Mm, yeah. I mean, I can see Cody Kessler trying to go for a, a slant route or something and having Kiko just be right there and he'll throw it right to him. It's Cody Kessler. <laughs> it is. <laughs> for sure. So, uh, stud. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Kessler is elite. Um, <laughs> so, so let's, so let's jump over to some safety or some, some defensive backs. We'll, we'll go with defensive backs. What do you got yeah. for us here? Give us just give us like five. Five? All right. Sean Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plays Cleveland. 
one of the best matchups for a safety. Uh, I go, I mean, it's tough to pick one because you have to go either Kareem Jackson, Tyron Matthew, or Justin Reed. But I think of the three, I'm going to go Justin Reed. I just feel like recently he's been the most productive. I mean, Kareem Jackson really has, but he plays so many different positions. Like, are they going to put him at cornerback this week? Or are they going to play him at safety? Andre Hall's back. Aaron Colvin's back. So there's a lot more rotating going on at the corner position. So I think Justin Reed and Tyron Matthew have kind of cemented themselves as a safety. And Kareem Jackson kind of switches through when they change their defense to be that third safety. So I'm going to go Justin Reed of those three. Mm. Uh, let's see. I don't like saying it, but I'm going to go with Kevin Byard again. I mean, Kenny Vaccaro is probably out. Uh, they're playing Washington, who's got a running quarterback. So he's got a sack in consecutive weeks. And he has a pick last week. So I don't know. That's kind of a flyer for me, but Washington's matchup's just too good. Mm, yeah. And I'm going to go with a corner. I'm going to go with Eli Apple. All right. He's been really good recently, ever since he came to the Saints. Uh, let's see. His recent numbers have been killer. What was it this past week he had? It was like six or seven tackles and a few pass defense last night. Yeah. Yeah. He had a pick last night, too, I believe. Yep. And he's going up against Pittsburgh. So he's going to get either Antonio Brown or Smith Schuster all game. And they're going to attack him because they're not going to throw it at Marshawn Lattimore. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I'm looking at other corner matchups this week. Slay has a good one. Yep. Against Minnesota. Yep. Uh, Janoris Jenkins. Kyle Fuller against San Fran. Right, right. Kyle Fuller, definitely. Uh, Janoris Jenkins has a good one uh, against the Colts. Yeah. Um, What else? Tredavious White, actually, doesn't look too bad this week. I know. I get worried about him because they don't have anybody else in their defensive backfield, so they're just going to throw away from him. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, James Bradbury in Private Munderland there. Uh, Yeah. Private Munderland. <laughs> 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 oh, he kind of came out of nowhere halfway through the season. Yeah, he's been really good lately. Definitely. Yeah, I, I used him for a week. Yep. I've been using Bobby McCain too, but uh, Howard's yeah. probably close to getting back. And their matchup isn't so great this week, I don't think. I actually hope Howard does come back. I think I'm going to pick up Miami's defense against Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. Uh, Patrick Peterson, if he's available, um, would be pretty decent this week. Yep. Either that or, uh, who is it now? If Amerson's out, it's going to be Brandon Williams. He's kind of a tackable, mm. especially on the other side of Peterson. Right. And, uh, Kendall Fuller against the Seahawks. Maybe that that's probably, he's pretty, pretty solid. So is he going to play? Yeah, that's what I saw. I saw that it was it was supposed to be a season-ending injury, but he's not going to need surgery, and there's a chance he's playing. But so that's a I lot mean, of, In that case, it's almost worth going Steven Nelson on that team. Yeah, right. That's a lot of dice to roll on that. Yeah. Um, but on the other side, you could go Trey Flowers or um, yeah. uh, the other brother there, the other Griffin. Um, Shaquille. Yeah, right, right. Uh, against the Chiefs. Um, what yeah. do you think about Eric Berry? He came back. He had a good week one, his first week back. He did. I, I heard he's going to be on a pitch count, though, because it's the, um, well, it's not a short week, but I just, I don't know. I read somewhere 
that he'll, he'll be on a pitch count this week. Maybe it was in like one of those Yahoo blurbs or something. I mean, he was supposed to be on a pitch count last week, but he, I, did, I don't think he played a full complement of snaps, but he still played well. Yeah, right. It was kind of a relief to see. Yeah, and and he's like a tier one guy that if you can get back like right now, that that's a huge right. leg up if you need it. Okay, so, yeah, the, so the, the pitch count was for the Thursday game. That, okay, yeah, that, so that was last week's game, and right. he still produced. Yeah, so he should be A-OK this week. Yeah. I just always have a hard time starting somebody like when they're this close to coming back when you're going into a, like a championship week, you know, right. like it's just such a ballsy move. Yeah. I mean, if, if you need safety help, there are always options, but, uh, that's, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, let's see. John Johnson's always a good start. Mm. I like John Johnson. Yeah. yeah. He's been incredible. He's been unbelievable. Yeah. And his tackle numbers have been crazy recently. Yeah, yeah, he's like he, ten tackles a game. I've always known him as a good coverage guy, but recently his tackles have just been unbelievable. Right. Uh, yeah, he's he's been really solid, and that's and that's there. You know, a lots lots of competition on that defense too. So him standing right. standing out says something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so let let's uh, let's in let, let's get into um, the defensive line. (laughs) I was trying to come up with something witty, you know, good segue there, but uh, I just fucked it up. Um, (laughs) Kept talking and nothing was coming out. (laughs) Um, So let's talk about defensive lines. Uh, Hit us with your, your, your five guys that you want to stick a claim on this, this week. Khalil Mack. Yeah. He's going against San Fran. If he if he counts as a true, yeah, he, he's a hybrid LBDN. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll, we'll we'll get rid of we'll cancel him. Uh, let's see, Jason Pierre-Paul gets Dallas. Yeah, definitely. Um, on the opposite side, Demarcus Lawrence against Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I like. Let's see. I like. He just started coming alive, but Nico Altry, Nico Altry playing mm-hmm. against uh, the Giants. They have a terrible line. Yeah. Uh, Vikings have a good matchup, too, against the uh, Lions. Lions. Uh, yeah. Uh, Daniel Hunter. Right. Or Danielle. Is it Danielle? Daniel. 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 Is that what it is? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's spelled like Danielle, though. It's really weird spelling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but you know what? I do want to stake a claim on Christian Jones. He's going to keep his sack streak going. He's going oh, against yeah? Seattle. Their, their offensive line isn't great. It's gotten a little better, but it's not good at all. And he's just been a bull yeah he had a monster week last week Mm -hmm. what is it he has 11 straight games for the sack yeah and like 15 and a half on the season or something like that yeah yeah 14 and a half 17 tackles for a loss he half his tackles are for a loss he's got 37 tackles and 17 are for a loss wow that's crazy yeah nice so so let's get into um some sneaky plays some guys that might not be in your rankings uh, as top players, but like you can lift up off the the waiver wire or you know whatever. Um, maybe they're on your bench or something. Um, yeah, you can play and uh, help win your league this this week. All right, one he doesn't have a great matchup, but he's he's started three of the last four games. Elijah Lee for the Niners. He's in those three starts. He's got twenty one tackles, two for a loss, and two pass deflections. Not bad. Solid if you need something solid. If you just need tackles, you can do it. Right, right. 
And I don't normally go for linebackers who rely on sacks, but two guys with really good matchups is D Ford for Kansas City. They're going against Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ryan Kerrigan against Tennessee. They've, they've given up the third most sacks in the league. And his last two games, it hasn't only been sacks. He has 13 tackles his last two games, three of them for a loss and three sacks. Nice. So he's kind of coming alive at the right time. Right, right. So that's what I would, those are like my three kind of sleepers, guys to keep an eye on. Kind of a, not really a dart throw, but I just, still a little weary. I just hate doing sack guys, but those two really right, jumped right. out to me. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, when you're looking at uh, safeties, I like Carl Joseph for uh, Oakland. He's playing Denver. Denver gives, the, gives up the fourth most points to safeties. I think it's fourth. Uh, last week, he had eight tackles, one for a loss, and he came up with a sack. So he's he's been playing pretty solid recently, and he plays a full complement of snaps. Uh, and then Marcel Harris for the Niners. In his uh, two games he started for him, the last two games, he's got uh, 13 tackles, three for a loss. Last week, he had seven total. So, I mean, he's just kind of another solid. And he plays Chicago, who's given up the seventh most points, I think, to safeties. And kind of a real dart throw is who I kind of hit on earlier as we were talking is Tavarius Moore. He's their rookie third rounder. He's played last week. He had seven tackles and two passes defense. They've moved DJ Reed into a cornerback role, and it's now Tavarius Moore and Marcel Harris, the two rookies in safety. It's kind of a last resort, but he right. played well. And they're going to play him because they, they're just seeing who they have now because they're obviously not making the playoffs. So I, I feel like these last two games are just going to be young players. Let's see who we have, see who we have. Mm-hmm. I always feel like that's what teams should do, but I just so often see it where they just don't. I know. You know, because, like, their jobs are all on the line, so they want to win games. And, like, unless you have absurd job security, I just feel like a lot of teams are just not interested in doing that. Well, the good thing with the 49ers is their head coach and their GM – they are on the same page in virtually everything they do. And they yeah. went through last year's draft and they picked the guys they both wanted. So now at this point, they know together they're not going to win any more games. I mean, they can, but it's not in their plan. Right. So they and know with the trust he's each other one of that, those, He's one of those absurd job security people. Too. Right. So if he doesn't win any more games, it's not like they're going to say you're both gone. See you later. Yeah. So it's in their best interest just to see what they have. Considering this year they don't have as many draft picks as they have in the past few years, but it's it's a good chance that you see Harris and Tavarius Moore for pretty much every single snap this past this next week. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and then if you're looking at D line, uh, I like Carl Nassib or Nassib yeah. for uh, Tampa Bay. He's playing Dallas. Mm-hmm. Dallas is terrible, which I don't get, but. Um, Adam Gotsis for uh, Oakland, enough for Oakland. He's playing Oakland for uh, Denver. He had a really good game last week, and he might. He seems like he's starting to get a little more play too. But he uh, he plays Oakland, who's obviously horrible. They have, I think, statistically the fourth worst offensive line, and it's or it's like the third worst offensive line and the fourth highest payroll for offensive line. Does a lot about your coaching. Yes, it does. <laughs> 
Ah, John Gruden. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, and I also like uh, Sam Hubbard for Cleveland. Or not for Cleveland. He's playing Cleveland. Sorry for Cincinnati. He's uh, he's outproduced both Carlos Dunlop and Michael Johnson in the past few weeks. He's just been getting to the quarterback a lot sooner. They have a nice rotation, but he's been playing really well in those pass rush situations. And if you need somebody on your line that can just grab you a sack each week, he might be the guy to do it for you. Hmm. Nice. And uh, those are my sneaky picks. Awesome, man. That, yeah. Some good stuff there. Um, definitely. This is the, the week that, you know, everyone's going to be looking for that stuff. Um because, you know, it's especially after last week, you know, trying to make sure that you can win that league. Um, so kind of looking a little bit forward um, past the playoffs, kind of past maybe even the NFL season. What do you got coming down the pike that you're thinking about doing in the offseason? Like what uh, what coverage interests you um, after the football season? I like looking at free agent targets for each team, what they need, what their cap space is, what I think they can do, and what person what I think they should do. But I'm going to start taking a division-by-division division approach, starting with the AFC East. I'm going to take each team, take their top three needs, considering their cap space, mm-hmm. and who's available and who I think they should go for as realistic targets. Nice. And who's the best fit. Yeah. So it's going to start AFC East and we're going to go from there. There we go. That should be, that should be a very good um, series to do. Um, So anyone listening, uh, idpguys.org, make sure you're following uh, Joe on Twitter. Um, It's at Joseph Hagen, Joey, the tooth. Um, But so any other, so, so basically you're, you're looking at each, each division, and everything. This is probably going to take us up into the uh, the the uh, the draft or getting close to that. What, yeah. So a little more personal level. Um, how are you doing? How where are you in your fantasy leagues this year? Are you in the championship in in a league? I am. I'm I'm in the championship in my IDP league. Oh, nice. Yeah. You. I just. I was. I was playing last week and. And during the first set of games, I was just every time I had somebody score, the guy I was playing, he's like a like a 15, 20 year vet doing IDP. And every year I play him, I'm just, I just cringe playing him. I always play him in the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm a two time champion in this league, and so is he. And we played each other in the semis this week. And I ended up edging him out by like 20 or 30 points, but it was because of DeForest Buckner. Nice. I love how you call 20 or 30 points edging him out. <laughs> well, it's, it's a. They, it's a turnover and sack heavy league, so it's it's literally like when you get a sack, it's a it's a tackle, tackle for a loss, and a sack, so it's like ten points. So yeah. one okay. one play can really make a big difference. Like DeForest Buckner got me forty points last week. Wow. Okay. So it's like it's one of those like one guy can really make a difference. But having DeForest Buckner, Kevin Byard, and Luke Weekly and Darius Leonard, all four of those guys, pretty much secured my win. There you go. So how are you looking going into this week? You think uh, you might be able to pull it off? I think so. I I, I mean, the guy I'm playing, he's he's got a good team, but I don't know where it came from. He was second to last place last year. Huh. He's got a good offense. 
I mean, he's 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 running this week. He's got Baker Mayfield, Mike Evans, Juju Smith-Schuster, Tevin Coleman, Elijah McGuire, Jarvis Landry, and Kerryon Johnson if he plays. Gotcha. But his, uh, I mean, I guess his IDP is not bad either. And he's got Jamie Collins, Stephon Gilmore, Tahir Whitehead, Demario Davis, Grady Jarrett, Daniil Hunter, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, Kyle Fuller, and Jamal Adams. Hmm. Yeah, it's not terrible. But uh, I, I like my my chances just because based on my IDP side. Actually, quick question: I'm going to ask for your guys' advice while I'm on here. Hey, sure. So Sean Lee's back. Do I play Leighton Vanderash in a really good matchup or Blake Martinez in a poor matchup? Depends what you need. Leighton Vanderash. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the home run, and you know what? There's only. One more week. I'm I'm going home run in all my leagues. Basically, I'm just rolling those fucking dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm already I have Darius Leonard, Kevin Byard, Luke Weekly, Buckner, Danico Altry, Kareem Jackson, James Bradbury, and Justin Reed. Jeez. Yeah, you'll be all right. You can yeah. even if you take a hit there, those guys will make up for that. Right. Yeah, I, I did a good job drafting my IDP this year. Yeah. yeah, Martinez had a bad game last week too. Um, he did. Yeah, it started off good. He had four tackles in like the first quarter and a half, and then didn't register anything the rest of the game. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, but yeah, I think I mean if you remember the start of the season, Van Der Esch was only playing like thirty something percent of snaps and still putting up like double digit tackle right. games. It was and crazy. He's still, what like one in top five in tackles, and he only started like half the game. Yeah, right. So he should be fine, even with Lee kind of screwing with things. All right, nice. I'm doing it. Well, there, there we have it. Uh, our first uh, tinker on the show. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So for everyone out there, make sure you're reading Joe's articles on idpguys.org. Follow him on Twitter at Joseph Hagen. He is Joey the Tooth. Joe, uh, once again, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, it was a pleasure to have you. And a uh, pleasure to have you on our writing staff. So I appreciate it, man. I'm having a blast. Yeah. Keep it up, man. All right. All right, buddy. Thanks yep. for coming on, man. Yep. All right, guys. Take it easy. Yep. Hey, it's Johnny the Greek from the IDP guys. Want a chance to interact with us and others in the IDP community? Join our discord channel, a private chat room and an app on your phone or computer. Message us on Twitter at IDP guys email nathan at idpguys.org or go to our site and look for the plugin on our sidebar to join. It's a great place to talk all things IDP. All righty, let's talk offensive waivers for championship week. All right, Sean, I want to hear good things here, but I'm afraid I'm not going to. First one is Mike Williams, wide receiver, Chargers. Yeah, I mean, if Keenan Allen doesn't play, we saw what can happen. So, um, yeah, they got to throw to somebody, and uh, he's the red zone threat there. So if uh, Keenan Allen is not playing, then all systems go on him as a flex play this week. Gotcha. What about Tyrell Williams? Uh, I mean, maybe. 
I, I guess I'd rather, uh, if I'm going to take a flyer on one of them, I want the touchdown upside. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. He, he saved my ass this week. He, he put me over the top. Um, it, that was, remember I was telling you about that league where it was like five offensive positions, then like 25 IDP players. Yeah. Yeah. That, and there's like 18, 16 teams in the league. So I, I had to have Mike Williams at wide receiver this week and it worked out well. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Jamal Williams, more Williams people. Uh, yeah, I like that too. Um, I think that he probably, in, I mean, I don't know. I think he'll probably get a decent workload because they don't seem committed to anybody else. Um, and he can catch the football. So, yeah, I mean, look at, I guess, look at the workload that he had earlier in the year before they switched over to Aaron Jones. And that's probably what you can expect from him. Gotcha. Uh, how about Elijah McGuire jets running back? Uh, yeah, it, uh, it depends on, I guess what you have available at running back, but, um, yeah, generally, generally no, unless you really need somebody. Okie dokie. Uh, we touched on this earlier, but just briefly, I guess, Kalen Balaj running back. Yeah. It's another one where it's like, I don't feel comfortable playing that. Um, cause we haven't seen anything from him. So, uh, if, I mean, I guess if, uh, if you don't have anything else, but that's about the best I can say about him. <laughs> All righty. Uh, John Kelly with Gurley dinged up. Do, do we think Gurley's playing? I, I assume so, but I don't know. Yeah, I would assume so too. If he's not playing, then definitely fire up John Kelly. I actually like him a good deal. Um, and whereas like with Kalen Balazs, we haven't seen anything. I also don't think he's that good. Whereas John Kelly, I was a big fan of. So. Alrighty. Uh, Robert Foster wide receiver bills. No. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. He has been hot, though, the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't trust it, though, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just don't trust it enough that I would want to risk playing him anywhere, you know? Yeah, I hear you. Um, what about any Jets wide receivers? Robbie Anderson, if you had to have one of them, who would you want Jets wide receiver? Probably, probably Robbie Anderson. Okay, this is for my own personal use. Thank you. Uh, Asking yeah. for a friend. Right. Uh, Deshaun Hamilton, wide receiver, Broncos, once again, is showing up in our waivers this week. Yep, and once again, pick him up. Yeah, he's he tight. Yeah, he had another nice game. Yep. Uh, we talked about this earlier, but Damian Williams, running back, Chiefs. Uh, if Spencer Ware is not playing, uh, and I mean, pick him up regardless. If Spencer Ware is not playing, though, definitely fill him in. If Spencer Ware is playing, you're probably looking at, I'd guess, around like 10 PPR points. Okie dokie. Uh, in Superflex, Nick Foles, quarterback. Yeah, why not? Yeah, he had a decent game against the Rams. Um, yeah. Matt, Lacro Matt Lacoste, tight end uh, Broncos. <laughs> uh, no. Okie dokie. Uh, Deonta Foreman. Running back, uh, Texans. Um, is Miller not playing for sure? I, I didn't see anything concrete one way or the other. 
if he's not playing for sure, then definitely. Uh, if he is playing, then you probably don't want to, like, even if he's going to be limited or if it's questionable, it's probably not worth it. Gotcha. Same. Uh, what do you think about Alfred Blue? He was trending as well, unfortunately. He's dog shit. Um, yeah. I mean, he's been around forever, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for me, I don't really want to touch either of them. Like, I mean, Lamar Miller is their ceiling, and Lamar Miller has been like an RB2 all year. So you're not looking at like the Chiefs situation where Kareem Hunt was the ceiling, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I think that if you're starting either of them and you're expecting to get more than like 15 points, you're kidding yourself. Gotcha. Last one is a super flyer, but if you have week 17 playoffs, Hunter Henry tight end chargers. Uh, no, even with the rumors that he's coming back and all that. I don't even know if that's the, it, are were those real rumors or are those yeah. just related to the Stephen A. Smith shit? No, it's it's a real rumor. He's he's really? a, he's you, he's designated to return. Okay, did you see the Stephen A. Smith I, shit? I did. I did. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was bad. That was really bad. Yeah. That was my favorite. Yeah. It, um, and people talk about the Hunter Henry thing, but he said Derek Johnson too. Like that I was like Yeah. What? Hunter Henry, Derek Johnson, Spencer Ware, San Diego Chargers. Yeah, right, right. Yeek. Killing the game. Right. <laughs> yep. Um yeah. Uh, but yeah, it. no, I, I it's not worth it to me to pick up somebody after an entire injury to try and start in your championship at a volatile position. No, that makes sense. I hear you. Um, I mean, he could blow up. It's entirely possible, but it's definitely not something I'm willing to risk. Right, right. Do you have any others that you would consider this week? Tight ends? Or just in general? That that was it. Uh, no, again, like, waiver wire tends to die for me unless there's a major injury. So, like, unless uh, unless Gurley is out um, or something like that, I'm not really interested in the waivers at this point because you don't want to roll the dice on anything. The only way you're pulling somebody off the waivers wire to start is if you lost somebody. So. Gotcha. Okay. Nice. So let's talk IDP waivers. All righty. Not a ton this week. We're winding down there as well. Um, Eric Berry is back, though. Uh, so if you need safety help, that's not a terrible option. Uh, Jabril Peppers had a huge game, had the sack that won the game for the Browns. But I would advise caution. Overall, he is skidmark capable. Uh, Hassan Reddick has been a decent option the last couple weeks since the Josh Bynes injury. Uh, if you need, like, a linebacker two. Preferably three. That's not a terrible idea. Uh, same thing with Foye Oluakon. He continues to be a decent option at like your third or fourth linebacker. Uh, Lorenzo Alexander stepped it up with Matt Milano on IR, but Corey Thompson is technically the weak side linebacker now. I'm not interested in either. Too many spotty skid mark underwear tendencies. <laughs> uh, Nick Vigil looked a little better this week, had five solo tackles, but he's still not 100%. I really wouldn't trust him during championship week, but who knows. 
Uh, I guess if you have to roll the dice, there are worse players to do it with. Um, Gino Atkins crawled out of the grave like a zombie and had a nice game for the first time in like three months this week. So that was great. But uh, I'm still not really trusting him. Um, overall, though, if you can play him as like a second defensive tackle, that's not bad. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick and Raekwon had the two best games for the Miami Dolphins IDP this week. But uh, in general, they're both playable, but Minka only is like a safety three if you've got one of those crazy IDP leagues that has like three or four safeties. Uh, and Raekwon's ideally like a linebacker too. Uh, Kendrick Lewis came in for the Titans and had a monster game with only one half of play, but that was for Kenny Vaccaro for a concussion. Uh, odds are he probably won't even play next week, and if he does, um, that secondary is loaded with talent. So you never really know who's going to have the biggest game there. Um, Jared Wilson has taken over Ronnie Harrison's spot as the safety that used to be Barry Church on the Jags. That's kind of a long train of thought, but that's where we're at. I wouldn't trust him. I wouldn't play him. Tony Jefferson's back, but he's rusty. He only had like two tackles this week. Safeties are a dime a dozen. I would stay away for now. Um, Austin Calitro is taking over weak side linebacker with Michael Kendricks gone and KJ Wright out, uh, and he had a really nice game. So if you need a linebacker two or preferably three, Calitro is not a terrible idea. Same thing with Elijah Lee, who we touched on earlier with Joe uh, Hagan, Joey the Tooth. Um, so if you need linebackers, those two are decent options. Uh, Bobby McCain continues to be a good corner option, and we talked about some good corners to stream earlier in the interview. Um, and I would just say in general, if you're feeling iffy on a corner, just pick a guy that's getting 100% of snaps on a team with a good matchup and roll the dice because that's better than forcing it and hoping for something when it's probably not going to happen. Um, that's what I've been doing, and it's been working well. So I recommend you do the same. And that's defensive waivers. Nice. All right, let's talk about the week 15 in review. Um, this is where we each pick three players, basically uh, over, uh, satisfied, and an under uh, for our rankings, um, <clears throat> and the last one being like a bus candidate. So with it, Johnny, you want to kick us off with over? Sure. My over this week is DeForest Buckner had a monster week with seven solo tackles, four assists, four tackles for loss, and two sacks. Uh, that was pretty, pretty good. Sean, Sean, what do you got? My over, I'm just going to use my entire roster that I basically laid out for you earlier. Uh, my over is DeAndre Hopkins with 40 points. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He, had, he had a monster game. Yeah, nice. Yes, he did. So uh, my over is going to be B.J. Goodson, nine uh, solo tackles, a tackle for a loss, and a pass defense. Um, That is enough for, like, a a, a LB1, and Goodson usually plays around an LB2. So Mm. I think that's a little over what he usually does. It is. It is. And he's generally pretty spotty. So that was a really great game out of him, like really great game. Uh, Johnny, you want to do satisfied? 
Sure, my satisfy was Fred Warner finally doing what we expected of him. He had four solo tickle, tickles. Tickles. <laughs> That's Gosh. it. That's it for the rest of this show. Four They're solo now tickles. tickles. Four solo tickles and, and five assisted tickles for Fred Warner. Nine combined tickles. I can't. Uh, what do you got, Sean? Uh, my met expectations. It was branding cooks off that roster with like 12 PPR points. Yeah. Cooks in woods, by the way, hooked me up and put me over in FanDuel this week. I won $71 in FanDuel this week. Nice. Yeah. It was a good week. Yeah. So my satisfied is Jadavian Clowney who had two tickles, two tickles for a laugh <laughs> and one. Sack. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, two cycles for a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh uh, yeah. So uh All right. they who, did good. Under. Um <laughs> I'm gonna go with Todd Davis, who overall is having like the best year of his career, not even close. Um, but he only had one solo tickle and uh two assisted tickles and one tickle for loss for laughs. <laughs> uh by under is the rest of my roster in that league. So Cam Newton, Jarvis Landry, uh, Lamar Miller, um, Aaron Jones, and Keenan Allen. Mm. Yeah. That oh, and Austin, throw Austin Hooper in there too. Mm. Yeah, it was a bad, bad week for a lot of people. I had, this is how bad. I didn't even have all of them. That's not even all of them. Like, yeah. ugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Do do uh is that oh everyone did their under, right? Let me No, I gotta do mine. All right, go ahead, because I, I wanna say something in a second. Go ahead. Okay. So my under is Tyre Whitehead. He had one tickle and three chuckles. All right, perfect. So this is how bad a week it was in fantasy. This lineup right here won first place out of a three to a hundred person contest and fifty dollars on FanDuel. Tom Brady, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry. Mari Cooper, Edelman, Ebron, Gurley, and Wilson in a Superflex League. A Superflex DFS. 141 <laughs> points. That's nothing. Yeah. Like a, yeah. a tip, typical winner for FanDuel would be 180, 190. Like 141 got it done this week. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was a really weird week. That's for sure. Well, speaking of betting and FanDuel, it's time for... Johnny the Greek. Is that a good segue? Yeah, that was a great segue. All right, so... Uh, talk about more tickles. Sure. And uh, chuckles. I, I think we're going to end up 500 on the year because I'll probably lose this week and we'll be 8-8 eight because eight, uh, we're at 8-7. Mm. Uh, nailed Houston minus 6.5 at New York Jets, but, uh, you know, by the skin of our teeth here, they won by 7, but I figured that would be a pretty solid one. This week, uh, I'd like to get your guys' input on this, but I feel like it's fairly safe. I'm going Chicago Bears minus four at San Fran to cover and win. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, give me that. Yeah, I mean, Trubisky's back. The defense suffocates the shit out of everyone, and, and Nate Mullins or Nick Mullins or whatever his stupid yeah. name is is just going to like shit his pants like when Hakeem Hicks and Khalil Mack try and kill him every play. Um 
you know, skid marks Jackson will probably have a pick six and Roquan will be in there causing havoc. I just, I just can't see how San Fran's going to score enough to win that game. Yeah. No, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. I say no way, but there's definitely a way, but I don't see it happening. Right. Right. Cause it, you know, seven times this year we, I've said there's no way and then it's happened. Um, but it's, yeah. it's the NFL, but logically it should not happen. Yep. Absolutely. So uh, make sure you're following us uh, on Twitter. Um, also following that cough at IDP guys individually. I'm at Nate cheat. John is at orange man. Three, one, four, two. Sean is at Lanny one, nine, two, five. Subscribe to the show. If you like what we have going on, you want to hear about more tickles uh, and tickles for a loss. Um, you can go to the website, IDP guys, org. There is a sidebar, um, which has our links to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, also an RSS feed that will feed into whatever podcatcher you choose. Uh, if you'd like to help out the show, uh, please feel free to donate. Uh, there's two ways of doing this. Uh, you could go to idpguys.org slash shop, buy a T-shirt. All proceeds go back into the show to make it better. Also, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash IDP guys. Lots of great perks there for our donors. Um, and all of that money goes to help, you know, produce a better show for you. Uh, don't forget, we are doing uh, one last live this Sunday. Uh, start sit live with Gary, John and I. Um, Sam might be somewhere in there t- in that mix, too. And uh, that's where you can ask your questions. Who do you start? Who do you sit? Uh, it's championship weekend. So you want to make sure that you're getting the best information when you need it. Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, watch Paris or watch uh, Twitter, our Twitter feed at IDP guys for that. Um, I, I think I've made it through that whole thing. Sean's giggling over there, but just, you're just waiting. Keep going. You're just waiting. Keep going. <laughs> Um, but with that, uh, good luck everyone on your, your potential championships. If you didn't make it and you know, maybe you caught us later in the season, definitely keep, you know, your dial tuned to this show. Uh, we are here to help you with your champion to, to make your championship, um, and to win it. So, um, any final thoughts guys? No, you nailed it. Awesome. See you guys next time.